Hello and welcome to the Heart of the Piano podcast. You were listening there to Eric Liu, the winner of the Leeds International Piano Competition 2018, playing their Beethoven Fourth Piano Concerto in the finals. Now, in this episode, I'm interviewing Adam Gatehouse, who is the artistic director of the Leeds International Piano Competition. Very high-profile guest this time round, and very grateful to for him for his time and his energy for this interview. Now, the Leeds International Piano Competition, for, for those of you who might not be aware of what this is and how important this is, this is one of the top three most prestigious and most important piano competitions in the world. It's every three years. Uh, just to give you an idea, in one very memorable year, Mitsuko Ushida came second, Andres Schiff was third. Uh, other previous um, people who've uh, been finalists include Mari Paraya, uh, Radu Lupu, Peter Donahoe, Louis Lorty, Boris Berezovsky. Uh, you know, this is incredibly high, high-profile competition. Now, personally, I've got very strong links with this this competition. My teacher, Benjamin Frith, actually was a competitor in two separate years of this competition. And his teacher is Dame Fanny Waterman, who really is like the the reason why this competition was so important. Uh, And it was only last year that, that Dame Fanny gave up being the artistic director. And then it was Adam Gatehouse's first year, uh, along with Paul Lewis, who was co-artistic director, but he since had to give up that position because of, of his career commitments. So, uh, as I said, Adam Gatehouse, very high profile. He had a, a very impressive career as a conductor, still conducts, and he had very, very high profile jobs at BBC Radio 3. Now, some of those, um, some of the things that he did included choosing and mentoring young musicians and basically helping their careers. Uh, in the world of piano, uh, people like Benjamin Grosvenor, Stephen Osborne and Paul Lewis, but we talk a, a bit more about this during the interview. Uh, I, was, I was joking before starting the interview actually with, with Adam that, that just chatting about his career could easily just be an entire podcast episode just in itself. So we we didn't have a lot of time for this one because Adam is is super busy running the Leeds Piano Festival that is going on at the moment, and I hope that that anyone who's in the area uh, and also in London, there's there's events going on in London. Um, I really hope that you go and check this out, and um, really hope you enjoy this interview. And thanks thanks again to Adam for for his time and his energy. So without any further ado, here's the interview. Adam, thank you very much for your time. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting that you are now the, the artistic director of the Leeds International Piano Competition. And until I did some research on you, I don't think I'd realised actually just how important to the world of piano that you have been. Well, I, I would actually stretch that out a little bit more because, I mean, I, I, my previous background was not exclusively piano. Um, For 23 years I was a producer and then executive producer and then editor at BBC Radio 3 and there I spent quite a large proportion of that time working with young artists of all sorts actually because I created the New Generation Artist Scheme, the BBC New Generation Artist Scheme back in 1999 and the idea behind that was to help young artists, international young artists of all kinds, um, to give them a, a, a profile and a platform for, t- for two years. And so 
Uh, I worked with pianists, but I also worked with quartets, with violinists, cellists, trumpeters, flutists, you name it, singers, a lot of singers. Um, so my world was not concentrated exclusively on piano. And I'm not a pianist, I have to say, <laughs> you know, that I'm, I'm not a pianist at all. And um, which actually makes it kind of strange that I'm doing this job. <laughs> uh, and I quite often wonder, why am I doing this when I don't actually play the piano? But in some ways, maybe that's a good thing um, because uh, I don't focus just on what makes people pianistically uh, interesting. I, I want to know about the musicians. Yes, yes. The, the, the people and the musicians behind the people. Yes. Now, now, when I said you've been important to the world of piano, I really didn't mean to diminish all the things that you've done because, uh, as I was just saying before, the amount of things that you've done in your career is huge and uh, possibly would need an entire podcast of its own. <laughs> and, and with the, with the uh, Young Artists uh, Scheme, uh, the, the New Generation Artist Scheme, um, yes, not just pianists, but a whole heap of musicians. But um, because you are the Artistic uh, Director of the Leeds International Piano Competition, it's particularly relevant that, that you've helped the, the careers of pianists such as Benjamin Grosvenor, Stephen Osborne, and Paul Lewis, who was the, the co-artistic director. Yes. Uh, I mean, Paul and Stephen are actually among the first batch of new generation artists. And I'd known Paul, actually, I'd known Paul for a good 25 years, if not mm. more. Um, and it was uh, a great opportunity when uh, we, both Paul and I, were approached to be co-artistic directors back in 2015 mm -hmm. uh, when Dame Fanny Waterman retired. And I was thrilled to be working with Paul to help shape a new vision. Mm -hmm. And we spent a long time doing that. And I think that we managed to uh, implement pretty much everything and actually more than, 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 than we envisaged at that time. Um, and Paul was a fantastic and is a fantastic um, support but also a great mind to have mm -hmm. and and I mean I'm just sorry that that the demands of his career meant that he had to pull back but on the other hand we have we we, we the, the main job of, of formulating a new vision a new direction for the for, for for the Leeds International Piano Competition was done Yes. And um, the 2018 competition, which happened last September, was a huge success. Oh, yes. And so, I mean, I'm fairly, I'm fairly confident that we can, you know, take it on and go on to even more exciting new yeah, things. Yeah, I, I mean, I've got to say, you guys did an amazing job. Uh, I went to as many of the preliminaries as I could in one of the finals. Uh, I think I went to about three quarters of the preliminaries and I've, I've been to some of the, the leads in the past. And um, it really struck me how different the feel was uh, in, in uh, 2018 last year. Particularly, it felt wrong to talk about the, the, um, the competitors. It just felt like the wrong word. Uh, it felt like it was a festival and they were performers. And um, uh, I mentioned this to Fiona, and she was like so delighted because this was really your intention, I think. Oh, to absolutely. I mean, right from the word go, um, in fact, the very first things that Paul and I said to each other when we sat down to think about it was, how can we make this less of a competition mm -hmm. and more of a celebration 
of wonderful young piano playing. Yes. Um, or wonderful piano playing. And uh, so right from the word go, everything we did was with that in mind. Having said that, you cannot take the competition out of competition. Sure. Uh, it remains a competition. People have come here in, with the intention of winning. Sure. And of course, you know, you, I mean, we did actually toy with not awarding any prizes. <laughs> um, but actually then we quite, quite soon said it was like, you know, taking the whole gladiatorial aspect out of it. And, 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 and I mean, we both have quite ambivalent attitudes towards competitions. Paul Lewis, I think it's fair to say he attained the extraordinary career that he has without winning a major competition. I mean, with all due respect, the Dudley competition, which he, which he won, is not one of the world's great ones. So he, he didn't actually, and, and he hated them. He yeah. absolutely hated them. Um, when I was doing the BBC New Generation Artist Scheme, I deliberately did not make it a competitive process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I did most of the selecting, but I didn't invite people to come and compete, if you like. Um, having said that, I think there is absolutely a place for competitions, particularly as a way of launching somebody into the public arena, if you like. Yes. And I think that with our 2018 winner, that's absolutely proven right. Eric Liu, who who won um, and was uh, an extraordinary winner, actually. I mean, I think in I'd already been on two competitions and I think that he is a, a, a really extraordinary winner. But his career has already in the six months since winning gone stratospheric mm. and you know his diary which was very intermittent is now full, full <laughs> to the brimful just to give you an example um, between April 2019 and October 2020 he'll be making six separate uh, appearances in London alone wow um, that's and then there's a, a tour of South Korea coming up in May of this year he's um, embarked on a European tour he's doing a lot of UK things both big and, and smaller venues too you know some of the smaller music societies um, which is really important for for the winners that they don't automatically get catapulted into the big the big halls. Yes. Obviously, they want to play in, 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 in the big halls, and they will be. I mean, but it, it's also really important that they get a lot of concert experience under their belts, because particularly some like Eric, who was right at the lower range, uh, range of the, of the age limits, uh, it's yeah, really yeah, how important. How old was he? To, yeah. He was 20 when he, oh, right, when, yeah, yeah. when he, when he performed, and mm-hmm. he's now 21, but, right, right. um, so, and that is our lower age limit. Mm. And so he was pretty much the youngest, I think, of the, in the whole competition. Wow. Um, he had, uh, of course, done well with the Chopin competition. Yeah, he had. And he, and he, and, and he has had some, some experience with competition. And let's face it, he's, he's a very mature 20 year old. Um, he's cool as a cucumber, isn't he? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say he's cool. That's, gives to me, the wrong impression. Okay. I think that he is, I think he has an extraordinary calm. Um, dignity about him mm-hmm. and he, when you speak to him 
he speak he talks quietly quite measured way mm. and when he comes on he has a, a, a really uh, he exudes calm but but thoughtfulness you know he's a, mm. he's a very thoughtful he's an old soul i think mm. you know? mm-hmm. um so but you know so 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 he he has got a, a, a lot of things um a lot of things happening but uh, just to go back to your point of 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 trying to to make it less of a competition as i said you can't take the competition out of it but yes. we did want to give all the competitors a feeling that they were all equally valued mm. that they had been selected to come to this because let's face it they were the creme de la creme of 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 the of the 200 over 200 applicants mm. and each one of them uh deserved a place in anybody's concert hall absolutely you know and and i think the standard was very very high but we also wanted to get the feeling that they were valued themselves as as human beings mm. and as artists so we and the jury were open to giving them feedback at any time um we host them with families and 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 friends of of, of the competition who look after them and and cosset them and 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 all of that so we 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 like to give give more of the feeling that this is a celebration yeah absolutely and and i've really felt it and um oh, that's good. I, it was very interesting you know i've i've seen um Like, like I said, some of the competitions in the past. And I think what struck me about the, um, this latest competition was that some of my favorite, really the favorite, uh, pianists that, that I really warmed to, uh, some of them just had absolutely giant, like really giant memory lapses during their, <laughs> their performances. And they still went through to the next round. I don't think that would have happened before. Well, we said, uh, both Paul and I to the jury because we were asked that question mm. uh what do you do if somebody has a memory lapse because in some competitions that rules them out yes and Paul just turned to the jury and said who among us has never had a memory lapse <laughs> so if if we thought the playing was great then that the memory lapse is unimportant yeah and I think that's amazing I, I remember one year I, I can't remember which year it was I think someone was playing the, the Rachmaninoff Paganini variations and they had a little slip just in the famous variation and that was it they they, they, they didn't make it to uh, to the top three and mm. uh, I think most people thought yeah that memory lapse just destroyed his chances um <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, it, it's a very interesting point because some pianists have got, or some artists have got incredible memories. I mean, Daniel Barenboim, mm. you know, he can just look, he's a photographic memory. Mm. But others really struggle. Yes. And particularly, I mean, I'm not about the young, particularly the younger ones, but as they get older too, you know, I know quite a few pianists who now say, I would feel more comfortable playing with the, with the music. Mm-hmm. And there's a wonderful, quotation from Otto Klemperer, the great German conductor, when he was asked, uh, he's asked Maestro Klemperer, why do you conduct with a score when Maestro Toscanini always conducts from memory? And he said, because I can read a score. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that goes to prove. But the other thing that, 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 that we also wanted to, to institute was that when the 14 get knocked out from the second round 
to the semi-finals. Mm. So 14 people are disappointed. Normally in competitions, they have to clear their room by 11 o'clock the next day yes. and they're out on the last plane home. We absolutely did not want that. We said, you're all welcome to stay. We want you to stay till the end. Um, so we pay for their rooms and their mm-hmm. food to mm-hmm. the end. And we give you, we give them things to do. So we, we, we take them out into, um, into schools and into hospices and hospitals to give little pop-up performances. We had them playing pop-up performances in the pianos across the city. They all took part. They were all invited to take part in master classes with members of the jury. So we had five or six master classes, um, which allowed all of them to, to, to have a chance mm-hmm. to, to, you know, feed from the great expertise that was on the jury, and to feel that they were really uh, valued yes, as artists, yes, yes. you know, because they are. Yes. And uh, did they all kind of buy into that? Um, it, it's a great idea to sort of bring them into the community and work with schools and work with the, the community. Were they all? Did they all buy into? No, that? So- <laughs> they didn't all buy into. It. I mean, th- and this is also a, a great learning curve for us. We thought, mm. we thought in our innocence, oh, you know, they'll they'll some of them, particularly those who are really not used to doing any sort of community work, because it mm. doesn't. It, you know, some some countries simply don't do that mm-hmm. uh, yet. They found that very difficult. They didn't. They 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 took the disappointment very hard, which mm-hmm. is understandable. Um, and they just actually wanted to either go and drink drink their sorrows <laughs> in one of one of Leeds's many wonderful watering holes, or I heard um, there was a, there were a couple of competitors were a couple that of, drank yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. well into the night, well into the night, or 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 actually one or two just said, you know what, I just want to go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, and that's absolutely fair enough, you know. Mm-hmm. The, Whatever they want, we're not going to force anything on anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the, uh, but but a fair number of them did stay and really really benefited from it because the, those that did um, actually all got back to us and said this was a wonderful opportunity for us. Excellent, yeah. So so one thing that that was kind of on my mind that I thought that I particularly wanted to ask you because in your career I think that um, you've shown. Uh, a real commitment and interest in reaching as wide a reach as possible with classical music. Now, something like the Leeds uh, International Piano Competition, I think that the, the higher you go with classical pianos as a genre, you're not really, uh, you're, and I think as you've said before in interviews, you're not really testing technique. Technique is a given. Uh, I think that, that what you're testing really is, is um, the maturity of musicians to to interpret very challenging very deep pieces of music and that must be a real challenge when you're then taking a competition which is testing the highest levels of interpretation which i think by definition is something that will will be difficult for most of the public to appreciate unless you're someone who who really has spent a lot of time getting to know the 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 piano repertoire and and classical music repertoire in general What's your your feelings and your thoughts about taking something that is at such a high musical level and then trying to bring that to the general public? Well, I think partly you answered you answered your own your own question. <laughs> um, uh, as, I, as as you said, and I, I, I I've uh, always said that that it, technique is a means to an end. Mm-hmm. It is not in itself. I think we, we, you know, we, we, we learn the technique of walking, 
uh, and of talking at a very early age. And we don't question it. Yes. It's our, our means of getting from A to B, or it's our means of communicating with each other. So, and I think the same thing applies to, um, to all, uh, all fields in, in the arts. The te- technique is a way of being able to express your, the inner feelings. Yes. And so just a, a, a a shallow display of technique means absolutely nothing to me. If there's nothing behind it, it you know, I mean, there, there, are, there are occasional pieces where uh, you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But even those benefit from having somebody with a musical brain and musical soul behind yes. them. So, um, I, and I, I genuinely think that the great artists are those who who are great communicators and that communication is there's no need for words or anything like that 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 will come through and everybody senses it and if somebody has really got that intensity of communication and got something really special to communicate an audience will pick that up instinctively and you get those moments sometimes in a concert where an intense stillness and quiet descends on the audience. And, and we had that in numerous times when Eric Lou was playing. Yes, but I heard also, his Chopin Sonata particularly had that. Yeah. But also, um, some of the others too. I mean, there were some, some other remarkable pianists that we must not forget. Um, and it's for those moments that I think everybody instinctively feels you don't need to explain it. Yes. It's just one of those things yes. that everybody feels. And then people come away and think, my goodness, that mm-hmm. he has something special. Or she yes. has something special. I mean, we, yeah, you were talking about the gladiatorial um, aspect of it. My personal uh, suspicion is that the average man on the street who doesn't know much about the, the world of, of sort of high-level piano might probably be more uh, sort of impressed by shallow displays of technique and uh, I think when, when I sort of invited people I was like saying look this is one of the, the top three most important competitions piano competitions in the world with the best young pianists in the world you just have to come to this and then I was sort of aware that when they came it's like you're actually asking a lot of people uh, yeah you're asking for a lot from people to sit and watch very large scale, very emotionally and intellectually sort of demanding pieces. Uh, have you got thoughts about combining that and, and how, how that gets brought across to the general public? Well, I mean, it, it's, it's interesting you say that. I was reading something in the Yorkshire Post this morning that said that, um, that there's a huge surge among young people in interest in classical music, and particularly in Bach. Now, Bach is possibly some of the most demanding uh, music to listen to. You know, it's it's it, 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 some 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 of Bach, those preludes and fugues, and all that contrapuntal stuff can be can be really quite a demanding listen. And I'm really heartened and surprised to see that there's a surge mm. in interest among young people for that music. I think that listen. <laughs> the great pieces of music are great for a very good reason. Yes. It's because people through the ages have they, it's spoken to them, and that will never stop. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm not talking about 
you know, thornier pieces of Schoenberg or, or, <laughs> or, or, or Stockhausen piano sonatas, which, which do, are very demanding of the listener. Um, but, uh, I, 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 I think that, to go back to your original point, because I think you actually were saying two things there, um, that uh, you said a, a shallow display of technique is maybe what people prefer to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always room for fantastic technique and uh, some pieces demand it. Mm. And in fact, some pieces rely on the effect of some extraordinary pyrotechnical yes. dexterity to to come across some of Rachmaninoff, for yes. instance, um, uh, and 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 even uh, certainly quite a lot of Liszt. And let's face it, there's quite a lot of Liszt, which is not the greatest music. Um, oh no, you're not one of those. Uh, <laughs> Listen, sorry, I love Liszt. I, I love the best. <laughs> of, the I love the best list and, of Liszt too. But <laughs> n- nobody would would. Not even the most profound Listian would would question that there are some pieces of Liszt which are actually rather shallow display pieces. As, as many composers also. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's not get into that. <laughs> but um, but uh, so so you know, it it has its place. Yes. And of course, everybody. I, I'm as excited as the next yes. man when somebody does the most amazing thing. You know, it's like going to a circus. Yes. When you see yes. somebody doing a trape- an amazing trapeze artist, particularly if they haven't got a safety net, then you know you're amazed <laughs> and you go, "Wow!" And and the same in in, in music. But it, but it, it, the what I'm maybe saying is that the long term, the lasting qualities of that are, are, are rather thin. Yes, yes. Um, and, uh, but generally speaking, and we want the candidates and the, 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 the pianists who come to us to, to play pieces that speak to them as, as deep pieces of musical communication. Yeah, yeah. And we that, don't, that we really don't, we, 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 we are not that interested in hearing one hour of, um, uh, of churny etudes. Yes, yes. They wouldn't, I mean, if somebody came with that, they wouldn't get very far yes. because it's quite frankly not very good programming. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I, I was a little surprised, I think, to see so much, um, of Chopin etudes, I think, at quite a late stage in the competition. But, but that was that was their, their choice. Yes. A- anyway, so so uh, um, something that I think I hadn't realised until I, I did a little bit of research was was that you'd already been on the jury for for the leads two years uh, in a row prior to becoming artistic director. So uh, uh, Dame Fanny Waterman, she must have trusted you already. She must have seen something in you that that she liked and trusted. Well, I think she did. Um, I mean, she actually. <laughs> bullied, bulldozed, bludgeoned me into joining the jury really? because initially I was reluctant. Um, just because I'm, I, at that time I didn't really value or particularly feel like being on, on the jury of something as important as the leads. Mm-hmm. But she has a very persuasive quality about her. <laughs> um, and so I thought, okay, why not? And it was, in fact, I'm very, very glad I did because having been on that jury twice uh, really alerted me to the things that needed changing, Yeah, quite honestly, and the things that we needed to watch out for. 
um, and how and, and what were those? how uh, and how you build a jury. Well, um, I think how you constitute a jury is very very important. Mm-hmm. Um, we, from the word go, wanted a jury which was mainly made up of international performing musicians. Yes. Um, and so actually on our jury, seven out of nine of them are international performing musicians. That included the composer Thomas Lachmann, who is an extremely talented pianist mm-hmm. and had a, 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 a performing career as a pianist. So um, that was very, very important for us. We felt that um, it was maybe not the best place for on the Leeds competition to have teachers who don't enjoy performing careers. Yeah. Um, because I did see that there were conflicts of interest. We, I was sitting on the jury in 2015 where three of the six finalists had three of their teachers on the jury. Now, I felt very uncomfortable about that, I have to say. Yes. And um, although we did have one of our, our jury members last voked, he did have a pupil uh, among the competitors. Um, but we have absolutely watertight rules um, about the voting on that. Mm-hmm. And he he is a performing musician. Yes. You know, this is first and foremost. He's not first and foremost a teacher, which is not to belittle teachers. I just didn't, for, for, for our competition, I... Um, I, 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 I didn't feel that I, I, I wanted, and Paul also wanted to have mainly international performing musicians. Yes. So, so that was, uh, that was interesting. Um, one of the things that, uh, I felt having been on the jury uh, for three weeks, it was three weeks solid <laughs> because all the rounds were held in Leeds was that actually as a jury, you get what we call jury fatigue. Yes. You cannot, it doesn't matter how much you pretend, you can't avoid it. Yes. And so we broke up the competition. We had the first round held five months in advance and we took it out to Berlin, Singapore, and New York so that to get the leads out to the world. Yes. Because that was also one of our very, very um, central yes. missions. From a totally selfish point of view, I missed having them here, <laughs> but I totally I, understand. I, 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 I know, and, 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 and you're not alone, but uh, on the other hand, uh, everybody could watch them on, um, on Medici. Only the ones that got through. That's true. Um, <laughs> but, but yes, it was true. great to have it streamed. But, was, that was um, but it also meant that when the jury came to Leeds for the second Round the semi-finals and the finals, they were actually much fresher. Yeah, that's important. And and we didn't get any sense, real sense of jury fatigue, um, because we spaced it out in such a way. The other thing that that that, that I felt very strongly, and Paul too, was that uh, we needed to see more facets to the to the pianists than than we were seeing and so we brought in a chamber music round yeah which uh you know you can't in this day and age you cannot 
think I'm simply going to ignore that body of music and I'm just going to have a solo career. Um, there's virtually nobody who does that. Yes. And virtually everybody plays chamber music and, and, and it shows a different facet to... And it, it was really interesting. Some of the pianists who had done really well in the solo mm. were much less comfortable in the chamber music aspect. Yeah. And vice versa, one or two who had not particularly made an impression in the solo... But get them with another musician and or another group and they suddenly came Can into the room. Any names? No, or? I'm no, not. Okay, going to that's name fair them. enough. That's fair enough. Um I'm gonna play devil's advocate because um I love the the new feelings that, that the festival had. I think particularly that in, in previous years you could tell that people were sort of a, a bit on edge and nervous about having to improve with technique. And I loved that, that there was much more encouragement on personal expression. But just playing devil's advocate, uh, as, as a piano competition, and one of the highest level piano competitions, is there not some room for having people on the jury who specialize in the, in the pedagogy of it? Oh, just listen. devil's advocate. Listen. There isn't one single one a member of that jury who doesn't give master classes or teach yeah. in 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 other ways, it, it, but not as a, 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 an actual sort of career. Yeah, yeah. they 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 all give of their expertise either through master classes or in 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 other ways personal mentoring um so they they, they that, that aspect is well covered um you know that i i i i i don't think quite honestly i really don't think that that was something that was lacking yeah no that that's i think that, that we had we had an, an amazing uh, we chose the jury very carefully. Uh, amazing variety of different inputs, musical inputs, mm. uh, in, 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 into it too. Yes, and and of course some of, some of the um, uh, the pianists who you chose for for the uh, the new generation artist scheme uh, and mentored are the pianists with the best technique as well, uh, as well as profound self expression. Technique, as I said, it's a, it's a means to an end, but you can't. You can't stand up without a proper technique. Yes. You know, so uh, it's a given. Yes, yes. So so at the moment, we should talk about the festival that's going on uh, yeah. as well. <laughs> uh, t- tell us a little bit about the, the festival that's, that, that you're running alongside the competition. Well, that was another of uh, our thoughts was that uh, up until 20 and including 2015, uh, the competition happened once every three years, so you had three weeks of heightened activity in Leeds, um, and then two years and 11 months of, of, of pretty much nothing. Mm-hmm. And just from a point of view of keeping the whole idea of the competition, sort of the flame of it burning, if you like, in the public awareness, uh, we thought that uh, if we had an annual festival, which celebrated piano, celebrated some of the winners from, from, from Leeds or alumni, but not, not exclusively and brought both to Leeds and to London, because that's very important mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, this sense of a celebration of the piano, um, to keep that fire burning. And I think that this is, you know, it's early days still. This is just our second festival, but already, um, we had a packed out house last night for the first, uh, first recital in the venue, uh, in the Leeds College of Music for Eric Lou's 
first recital appearance in uh, in Leeds since winning the competition yes. and it's already generating a buzz about mm. it and 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 particularly bringing over the Lang Lang scholars um these three extraordinary young pianists handpicked by Lang Lang who are aged from 15 to 17 um and they they're here for two weeks and they each give, well, as a group of three, they give a recital in Leeds and in London, but they've also, um, doing a whole host of other activities. Um, some, they visited three schools, they've gone to hospice and the hospital, they were at Best Broads, um, yes. giving an informal oh, recital yeah, where you were. <laughs> and, uh, then they, they, they did some pop-up appearances on the pianos that we've, we've, installed throughout the city in Leeds um, on Saturday they were part of the university's open day so and then they come down to London and give a concert at, at LSO St Luke's um, and it's it's great to have that partnership with the Lang Lang International uh, Music Foundation mm. but I think it's really important too that we take the, the the Leeds brand down to London yes to show Londoners also and make them aware. Last year we were at Wigmore Hall, this year at LSO St Luke's, next year we'll be back at Wigmore Hall. I think a lot of people are surprised when I tell them that, you know, every three years Leeds has one of the most important piano competitions in the world. People seem incredibly surprised at that. Well, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, and that was one of the things also that I learned from 2012 and 2015, that Leeds was very good at keeping this a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, to the extent that, that there wasn't a single poster, not a single banner to celebrating really? it. Uh, no. And, and so I was walking up, this was in 2012, already mm. with with uh, uh, an internationally famous pianist who was saying where where is all the publicity mm. and 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 it was a very well kept secret and 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 I think that we need to shout about it and mm. you know so we enjoy great partnerships too with the Leeds City Council but also with the Leeds with Leeds University yes i mean who were great partners yeah. but what do you um, what do you think went better than expected with with your First stewardship of the of the competition, and and what maybe did you learn the most from? Okay, uh, well, better than expected was the the reach with mm-hmm. with because of the streaming with Medici, we got to uh, over a million hits. Fantastic uh, across one hundred and ninety countries, and that yes. just surpassed all. Experience. It was massive in China, wasn't it? Big in China, but yeah. uh, but also you know in in the US, uh, big in the UK too. You yeah, know, yeah. right across the UK, and and very quite evenly spread. Mm-hmm. Um, and Korea, Japan, um, I mean, one hundred and ninety countries. It was <laughs> just that, and so that was was terrific. Um, the attendance at the 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 rounds was hugely up on the 2012 and 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also what, what, I, what I really enjoyed too was the fact that we presented the audience with more than just competition. So we had master classes, we had talks, we had an exhibition of, of um, historic pianos. Oh yes, yes. Uh, up 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 the university, which was fascinating. And Alfred Brendel came and talked about playing Mozart, and mm-hmm. and, um, and and then we had um, Alistair McGowan and Ed Balls and Sophie um, uh, Rayworth coming to talk about what 
playing the piano means to them as amateurs, yes. which was you know really important because one of the things we really want to do is reach out to audiences who normally would not engage with the piano. Mm-hmm. Um, and the really lovely thing was that uh, we found that from the people who came to some of the, the pop-up things that we did across the city, 45% of people who had never engaged with the competition, really? never engaged with the piano, because um, we did some audience surveys. And, right. and, wow. and that was was um, was very, very interesting. Was the pub piano competition one of your things as well, well or was it, that slightly separate? It wasn't... Uh, 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 my direct idea, but it was something that fed into the competition because the city council used to run it. Yes. And then it felt that they, when we were coming up with our ideas for the, for the competition, particularly for getting uh, the, the, the city engaged in a much more civic, uh, uh, engagement. They said, "Well, maybe we can revive the pub piano competition," and 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 that was uh, that was terrific. And I was all mm. for it. I think Dame Fanny <laughs> was was rather against it. I think she thought it should remain highbrow. But I, I I'm all I'm, I'm I, all for I it. I can't remember which which pianist it was, but I think one of the the finalists um, was it a finalist or a jury member actually went and took part in it and and was and and was one of the jury members at the pub piano thing and was actually saying how how important he thought this was. I'll have to investigate that and put that I in the show notes. I can't remember who that was. I don't think it was one of... Well, they 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 they, they thought it was a, a, a very good idea and they mm-hmm. loved the idea, um, but they couldn't go to it, unfortunately, that evening because we had a, a, another function. Yes. Anyway, I'd better uh, draw things to a close there okay. uh, because you have, uh, you're super busy, but thank you so, so much for no, your time. No, not at all. And, uh, Great thank pleasure. Thank you, Adam, and good luck with, with thank everything. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. So thanks for tuning into this episode of the Heart of the Piano podcast. Thanks very much to the Leeds International Piano Competition for giving me permission to use uh, clips of Eric Liu playing in the finals of the 2018 Leeds International Piano Competition. Uh, He was, of course, the winner playing Beethoven Fourth Piano Concerto. The CD, well worth getting the CD. Uh, The CD has not only that concerto final, but some Chopin that he played from earlier rounds. If you enjoyed the episode, if you're enjoying the podcast, please do, if possible, get on iTunes and subscribe and comment and rate it. And this helps other people to discover the podcast. If you don't like iTunes and Apple and all that stuff, then please do subscribe uh, using your platform of choice. Do leave comments, um, if not on iTunes, then uh, on heartofthepiano.com. There are always show notes, and I'm going to be putting show notes in with this one. So uh, thank you very much to Adam Gatehouse, and thank you very much for listening. So see you the next time. Bye.